0: had a very interesting week this week. Stephanie, did you see our uh, little April Fool's episode?
1: Uh, no, I did not. Not yet.
0: Oh, it was a doozy.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, Wait, did you guys talk about, like, makeup and stuff? Is no, that what, what the deal no. was? Uh-huh.
0: We, uh, see, uh, we, we bashed Power Rangers for a good 100 minutes.
1: Oh. oh, that's too bad. I would have liked to have been part of that.
0: Yeah, we, we mocked everything about Power Rangers that people loved.
1: Yeah, did you know the Green Ranger is uh, MMA a fighter? M- yeah. Yeah.
0: Jesus doesn't tap, yeah.
1: Jesus didn't tap. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing.
0: <laughs> What's amazing is uh it's it's um, Robotech's fault.
1: <laughs> is it really?
0: Because the uh, guy who Rick who voiced Rick Hunter in Robotech was the guy who was in charge of creating Power Rangers in Saban.
2: Well, he he was the producer of the show. Saban was, uh... Yeah. I think we concluded that Saban is mostly responsible.
0: Yeah, but see, you talked about the Green Ranger. See, Tony Oliver was the producer. And yeah. the most beloved, most, uh, you know, highly hailed character in Power Rangers, the one that keeps on showing up, the one that's been the most serious, was, you know, Green Ranger Tommy Oliver.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Although, uh, something else was brought to my attention. I said that, uh, you can't really blame Carl Masick because he had nothing to do with this. However, oh no, Carl, Carl Masick uh, assembled Robotech by throwing together a bunch of different shows that had nothing to do with each other, which is kind of what Power Rangers. Rick Power is. Rangers is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and
2: I'm like, oh, it's a good
0: point. <laughs> Don's like seething right now.
3: <laughs> Honestly, no, I couldn't really care. I'm just content to let you guys. Be total wrong, idiot, stupid heads. Aww. So,
1: like, like did anybody like the show when they were little?
0: Uh, not really. No. no? It, was, Even it was then
1: you were jaded.
0: It was popcorn. I knew it was popcorn back then. I knew it was just something to fill space. It was. Oh. Uh...
1: I I only really got into it because I thought the Blue Ranger was cute. The gay one. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? But yeah, he came out recently in an interview.
2: And it's actually kind of a sad interview.
1: Yeah, it was. I felt so bad for him.
2: Yeah. Losing his hair.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: So so, Don. Yeah. Why didn't they bring the uh, the uh, pirate Power Rangers here yet? Well, because they haven't got to it yet. The one the one where they transform into previous Power Rangers all through the series.
1: I don't know. Well, pirates it... are kind of done, aren't they? No. Pirates are in this
0: year.
3: The new pirate movie coming out.
2: If they're pirates, do they plunder? No, see what 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 they do. They they. Oh my God! He's they, gonna explain it. They, <laughs> look, it's like they
3: steal, they're they yes, they plunder. Okay. They, out- <laughs> they plunder things. What they do is it? They they're stealing powers. So they're pirating, other people's powers.
1: there's just pillage. Copying
3: without
0: giving little nose and copyright.
3: They yeah. The
1: plunder.
0: <laughs> but no rape. I hope so, not. But that's what pirates do. I mean, it is Japan. Well, you know? well, it's either they rape or they're chasing the trays of food that the women are carrying. They do that. Too. Depending on which which era of Disney you ask.
3: Oh. It's Japan. You you can't you can't have a series without a little rape and without a little chasing the trays of food.
0: That was a Disney reference, Don.
3: Yes, I know. It was taking your Disney
0: reference and doing something with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's called the. Know rip- that if you had a
0: sense of humor. Well, I do have a sense of humor. That's why we did 100 minutes of bashing Power Rangers early we, we, this week. We, we if you were had a sense to... of humor, you'd know that brevity is the soul of wit. If I had a sense of humor, I wouldn't just quote other people's work.
2: Ooh. Like, like the number one pick on uh, tonight's uh, list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Ouch! So,
2: yeah, last night we were we were, although it was funny, we were slowly reaching for the nearest sharp object before we were done. <laughs> Oh, oh God, yeah! I think next year for April Fool's Day we're gonna do uh, Muppets, mu- Muppet aficionados. Oh God, yes! <laughs> so
0: like, Hi ho, Kermit the Frog here. That is frighteningly good.
1: Yeah, totally pen- pencil me in for that because I used to love Muppet Babies growing up.
0: Muppets <laughs> are Muppets are fun. We all love Muppets, so that that might come off as slightly different in tone than last yeah. night's
1: episode. <laughs>
0: But we actually had a guy that was on Power
2: Rangers on the show. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, he was an extra on two episodes, and I, I still haven't found him in the episode. <laughs> his friend was also on there, and I found him, because they were on the car wash episode of uh, a Power Rangers Turbo, and uh, his friend is gigantic. So, <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of the saddest episode, because here they are at a car wash, and none of the girls are getting wet. <laughs> Everyone is bone dry. What the hell is this?
1: save it for the pay-per-view you know save it for the pay-per-view version
0: the funniest thing is we 100 minutes of us bashing power rangers nobody mentioned bulk and skull
1: well that's because they were the best part they were the second best part was their theme yeah yeah
0: so so this is going to definitely be an episode that will piss people off so let's get this episode started everybody ready all Kiss. right, uh, welcome to Animation Autos. This is a real episode with your real host,
2: Ben. And TV's Mr. Neil.
1: And I'm Stephanie. Hi, I'm Don. There's a girl here. Hi, Don.
0: We've had girls here before, so it's not... No, gonna... I wasn't here.
1: Well,
0: that's it's okay, not Okay, you're awful. not going
1: to get cooties. Don't worry about it.
0: So, So we're talking about the... Faux 20, or now it's going to be the Faux 25 because someone reminded me this afternoon of many shows that I should have put on here, so we'll just make it the Faux 25. This episode is brought to you by the folks at IGN for showing how bad their taste really is. <laughs> uh, this episode is based on the fact that lit people like IGN
2: make lists of top 100 animated series, and their lists is, are like 80% crap. The thing that bugged me is that There was no criteria for their list. I mean, if they if they had just made a list of some editors' favorite picks, that would have been okay, but they just kind of arbitrarily put stuff on the list that I don't think they really watched. They just went, Oh, well, this is an important show, let's put this on the list.
0: Yeah, I think they were playing part historical importance at part what they thought would appease the fan base.
2: Yeah. It was like yeah, it was just trying to satisfy some some nebulous approval that they were never going to get anyway.
0: Yeah, well, you know a list is crooked if they have the Fox X-Men series, but no mention of X-Men Evolution. You know it's a crooked list just from that.
2: Well, I I knew that was going to get you pissed off when I sent you the link. (laughs) I just kept hearing, what? What? (laughs) Yeah. Let's get this candle rolling. Okay.
0: (laughs) Let's murder two metaphors. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it. (laughs) Uh, Let's start with 25. Reboot. I think Reboot is vastly overrated for what it is. I hear people talk about, oh, it's so great, I love it. When was the last time you watched it? Oh, I just watched it the first time. Now,
3: why do you say that? Because I've honestly watched the whole thing several times.
0: It doesn't stand up. It's it's kind of clunky. It. It, it, the animation doesn't age well. It's an early CGI series. Yeah. The, the metaphor scary. for the games being cubes that destroy sections of your hard drive you know, it doesn't really stand up to much scrutiny. Who the hell cares? <laughs> I do. Well, you're doing it wrong, then. I just think it's one of those series that I wouldn't watch twice. I would watch it once. And I would say, okay, that was okay. But How I, much wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it twice. I wouldn't buy a DVD of it. And I know lots of people that would just buy a DVD of it saying, oh, I, I have a DVD of it. When was the last time you watched it recreationally? Never. <laughs> Neil, what about you? Can you back me up on the on the reboot thing? Here? No, no, but
3: Look, that is <laughs> that is just a stupid argument. You can't say, "Oh, I know lots of people who wouldn't watch this more than once." You can't. That is not
0: an argument. That's saying it's people, an art. It's an art house choice. It, it's one that makes people feel like they're intellectually superior to pick it.
3: What? No, it's a good. It's a good, funny show. It's creative, and. If it wasn't for reboot, there
0: wouldn't be any Pixar. There wouldn't be, you know, any Beast Wars. Well, to begin with, you can't use that kind of argument to ele- elevate the the level of quality for one thing, saying if it wasn't for this, there wouldn't be that, because it, you could use that argument for anything that's crap, just to say that there's something better came came along later, like the uh, Gene Deitch, Tom and Jerry, kept Tom and Jerry running for a couple more years until until Chuck Jones got it. Does that mean the Dean Deitch... Jites- Tom and Jerry years are great. Does mean the it does mean that reboot proved that computer animation was a viable media. And
3: look, what exactly is overrated about it? Besides the animation because I I will agree with you. Because computer because nothing ages faster than computer animation. But the but the creators they went in each season they improved it. They made it look better.
0: I just felt that the story was a little hackneyed. It it was very slow to begin with, and then got too fast towards the end. It it didn't know its own pace. It didn't know its own footing. No, it, its pacing was fine. Then why was the first series nothing than independent episodes, and then the last seasons were pretty much trying to fit as much plot as you can in five episodes? No, it wasn't... F- what do you mean five episodes? I, I just am giving an example of it was the last season felt very scrunched together and very hurried. While the first season felt like a lot of standalone, happy-go-lucky episodes, it felt like the pacing was totally off because they didn't know what they were doing yet.
3: No, they they wanted to do a darker show, but ABC wouldn't let them. That's why when ABC canceled them, they were able to do a
0: darker, more plot-based show. And changed the whole format from playing video games to Net Wars, yes.
1: How dark did it get? And it got
3: pretty dark, but look, they did not change the format. It wasn't about playing video
0: games. Then why was it about playing video games?
3: No, because <laughs> playing video games was an aspect of it.
0: In every episode in the first
3: no, season. No, not in every episode. In Someone some. was episodes, like Tron. It was kind of like Tron, but look, it was. It was more about, you know, it was more about like, this is a you know this is a world within a computer, okay? We know it's not. Tr- they're not you know, they're not trying to be accurate, they're trying to be fun with it. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be like, what if computers were like cities? What if programs were like people? I am clue. <laughs> okay, that's that's two.
1: That's it. <laughs> that's basically. The did did, did, did it was, Daft Punk do the soundtrack to read? It reboot? was
3: so much better than Tron.
0: Oh boy,
3: you taking
0: one toke over the line here, dude. Uh-oh. Look, no, Tron. Tron was. Ed Bridges. The end. Tony fucking J.
3: <laughs> Bruce Boxlinger Box Lightner, you idiot. <laughs> if you're gonna praise a movie, at least praise it correctly.
1: You should call him that from now on.
3: I don't
0: think it's gonna come up. Neil, what were your thoughts on Tron? <laughs> on Tron? No, not on Tron, on Reboot. since I We oh, I gonna, know, oh, know gonna... Don's full feelings on Reboot. and how it's Oh, no, you done. haven't gotten my full feelings yet. <laughs> so, so, Neil, give me your thoughts on Reboot.
2: Well, I liked it when I watched it. But uh, if I see it on, uh, I might look for something else. It's not something that I really want to rewatch ever. Do you feel it's
0: overrated? Why? Yeah. Why do you
3: say that, Neil? Just to...
2: Well, because actually the first time I was watching it I couldn't stick with it. The first two seasons I was okay with. The third one went off in this weird wacky direction and it, I don't know, it just kind of felt like a tech demo to a to a better show that would come along later. I didn't really think of it as a special show at the time. It was just the first CG show. See, I, I I eject from shows a lot faster than Ben does. So if if it's losing my interest, I'm gone.
3: Well, look, that's your opinion. Honestly, I I respect that. You know, it was a it was a a hard tone switch. But yeah. most people, most you know, most people think that that was when the show really got good. Mm,
0: next on the list. <laughs> Since I think we've hitten, you know, why I why both Neil and I think uh, reboot. Uh, Stephanie, did you have any feelings on reboot?
1: Uh I, I just remember like seeing it, you know, flipping through channels, and I would just watch it for like two seconds, and then I would be done with it. Ah, did it didn't didn't do anything for me. Oh, okay. I was just kind of like, mm, I can't get into it.
0: Okay, next on the list, and this is a very important one. This is actually one that would get Neil really excited. Neon Genesis Evangelion,
2: <laughs> or as I call it, <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelical Church, because people love this show to the point of Four fanaticism. Seconds. Wow!
0: It look it was it was it was breathtakingly beautiful for the first half, and then they ran out of budget, and they were doing shows where everyone's standing in a circle congratulating Shinji on something.
3: Now they and, wouldn't congratulate him; that would make him feel good. <laughs>
2: Well, that that was the decanonized twenty six episode where they did that. Congratulations, Shinji.
3: Yes. To be fair, with I mean, look, I got to say that they were they didn't run out of budget. They had their budget. Then paid. why? Then why was the guy so who had was in their charge... budget taken away from them? Sega pulled out, and they said, "No, we're not going to fund this anymore."
0: Then how come there was like those producers that were you know arrested for embezzling during this? Which producer? Uh, one of the producers for Ava was actually arrested for embezzling money. Okay, look, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look that up. Okay.
3: <laughs> look, because I'm not, I'm not doubting you. I just want to I just want to make sure I know what's going on. With this, but, but I, d- I do agree though. Ava, it was good, but it really wasn't everything that the fans have said. The problem with Ava was that most of of what made it so good wasn't really meant to be there. It was because you know, the, it was because the producer ano you know, he he had a major psychological breakdown during the you know during the middle of production, and it all just went off in another different direction.
2: Spiraled into crazy land, like I said a couple of uh, exactly. episodes ago.
3: Exactly. Now the new the new movies that are coming out, those are supposed to be you know what it's meant to be, and they are taking a totally different tone, like Shinji. You know, is actually assertive in this one. He has what might medically be called a spine.
0: The point. The <laughs> point is, the original Ava series is is lauded and applauded and hefted up on the shoulders and just universally loved by everybody. When in the end, it it was not as amazing as all that. I think. I think it's getting a lot of false praise. I do
3: agree. I mean. It- it was very deep, and there was a lot of symbolism in it. Didn't, well, but a lot the, of the symbolism uh, was put I, in because they getting, just thought it looked pretty. Yes, I yes, I agree. I'm saying that symbolism, it has to be moving towards something. Otherwise, it's just like, you know, putting a pair of tits in. If the tits <laughs> don't move the story or the characters forward, they should not be in there. Well, if that's the that's, uh, the,
0: that's what Gainix is famous for. Uh, haven't you heard of the, the Gainix effect?
3: I'm If the symbolism... Doesn't move the story forward. It doesn't make the move. It doesn't make it any deeper than a pair of tits.
0: Well, here's here's something that there was another series around the same time as Ava that was out about, uh, but instead of using the Christianity symbolism, it was using like Mayan and Aztec symbolism. It was like called Ralph Zayon or something.
3: Yeah, I don't even know how to pronounce that one. I'm not going to try.
0: But you've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, it, it, it's like Aztec Ava. So it, you know, it, it wasn't even it wasn't even like the only one at that time that was doing all that uh, exi- existential stuff.
3: Well, you know, you're bound to get deconstructions around the same point. It's like how you got Watchmen and <clears throat> Night Returns at the same time, well, around the same time.
0: Well, it wasn't really a deconstruction either. That was that was sort of why it was a little bit more charming, mm. and. uh you know, Deconstruction. But, there, yeah. Well, speaking of Giant Robot Deconstruction, there's another series, uh, actually an anime and manga series that Wait. I absolutely will not watch. It's next on the list, actually.
3: I'm uh, um, just going to say, though, well, you said Rastafon was at the same time?
0: Around the same time. I don't know if it was the same year or a year afterwards. It was
2: seven years after. Really? <laughs> That's yeah, not... Rastafon came out You in call two... yourself an aficionado? Uh,
3: Rastafon came out in 2002
0: Ava came out in 1995. Well, was there was another one that was an Aztec one that came around at the same time? Yeah, I'm not really familiar with, with. No, there was another one. There was another one. I'm just confusing it with Rossifon because Rossifon is the more popular of the two. I'll keep
3: looking. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm hooked up to the to the Canada network.
2: So when we're talking symbolism, does what does uh, Shinji jizzing into his hand symbolize? That he wanted to bust a nut. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe it's like, um, isn't that from the Bible, like spilling your seed, like if you spill? Your well, seed, well,
2: what
0: what happens uh, is, his uh, comatose uh, uh, we uh, know antagonist was he, he, he? This girl that was antagonizing him the whole series was comatose, so he rips open her shirt, beats off to her to her naked chest, oh, and gross, yeah. Brought to you by Sega.
1: Sega. Thanks for that, guys. Really appreciate it.
0: But next on the list is uh, is that other uh, giant robot series that was a deconstruction that I will never actually watch. I just read the description and I will never watch it because it's it's nihilistic to the point of insanity. And uh, the name of it is
2: Boku Ranu. No, someone's gonna call shenanigans on you for throwing a, a show on the list that you haven't seen.
3: I'm gonna call shenanigans on you by saying I'm not gonna watch it
0: just because it's nihilistic. Uh, let me give you the plot
2: synopsis.
1: Wait, what's the name of it again? B
0: O R A N O. It
1: doesn't bring a bell.
0: Well basically That's... what happens is there's these uh thirteen kids that okay. are shown a giant robot and told, Okay, each one of you are gonna get turned to pilot this giant robot, but you will die.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: And you you have to fight against another giant robot Piloted by another kid from another world, that they're fighting for the right for their reality to exist. If they are defeated, their reality is erased. Okay. And there's no way you cannot die by piloting this robot.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of dark. For it, what what kind of audience is this aimed for? Well, what's
0: really funny is the uh, the guy the who directed range? it was actually it's actually written for kids. No, it isn't. Are you sure? I thought it was in like one of those uh, shonen. No.
3: Books. it's 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 in. Huh. i mean it's written for eight, you know for 18
0: to 30 year olds anyways they made an anime of this show uh-huh. the, uh the director asked the manga author is there any way I can write that these kids don't have to necessarily die and this uh, this manga writer got so upset that
2: don't watch the anime it's not going to be totally
0: depressing like my manga
2: is <laughs> weird. Now, one, one thing you put this on the FOE 25 what Top list is this on? I know this one guy who keeps on telling me that, that this
0: is the greatest anime ever.
2: Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of stretching it.
0: <laughs> well, I don't.
2: I don't think anyone at IGN even knows what this show is. Well, that's because well, they don't I don't... watch animation. They just they just
0: comb wiki and uh, user comments for information and then compile a list.
3: All the all the same. Ben, I don't think you can say this this is bad because you haven't if you haven't seen it and you can't say that it's bad just because it's nihilistic you know it's like the ebert rule you know if it doesn't matter if a sh- if something's nihilistic it's whether or not it's good at being nihilistic it's like it doesn't matter if you know a show is a is a stupid dumb action movie if it's good at being
0: a dumb action movie it's good i don't watch things to get depressed don well you're a critic.
1: You should try it sometime. It's fun. Yeah.
3: You can't just watch things that you like because then, you know, then you don't ever get challenged.
0: That's true. Yeah, you know what? I'm taking off the 25 list because i that was just a ruse anyways. I just put that up there at the last second oh, okay. to see what would happen. But I still think I will never watch it because it sounds so nihilistic. I don't want to ever to torture myself that badly.
3: Well, I think you should watch it just for the sake of
0: journalistic integrity. You don't have to enjoy it. You don't have to watch it for pleasure. You could. Can... I, I actually have a bit of a problem where I, I empathize with fictional characters when I get into a series, and I don't want to do that. So. No,
3: that, yeah. that that's that's not a problem. That's what's supposed to
0: happen.
2: But and what I, I think what he's hitting on here is that one of these one of these weeks he's going to come on the show and he'll be like, "Hi, welcome to Animation Aficionados." Yeah. <laughs>
0: If you don't watch things that don't make you
3: it's sad... I sound
1: like you are. I,
0: I, like, I like watching things that make me sad. I just don't want to watch things that make me want to kill myself. <laughs> well, you watched Teen Titans, didn't you? Ooh. Oh, God. Uh, That's okay. actually on the list, isn't it? Yes, it is. I knew it would be. I can read him
3: like a fox. Also, it's the only thing he ever talked about while he was on. <laughs> only because the fans like to lie about it. The fans are mistaken. About it. The difference between lying and being mistaken.
0: Moving on. Next on the list is. Another beloved favorite. That I think. Really should not belong in any list. Like this is Scooby Doo. This is one where I basically think. It was okay for what it was. It wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't amazing. It filled time. It And also filled the hearts of lots of people's childhoods. Would I watch the original Scooby Doo? Uh eh, if it was the middle of the afternoon I was working on something, I'd have it on as background noise.
1: Yeah, that's that's me too. I've done that.
0: I wouldn't really watch it, but you know it's I'd have to agree. It's it's just like total nostalgia value for it. Yeah, the nostalgia's carrying it onto lists. If
3: I would you... ha- I would I would say though that the new show, Mystery Inc., is actually a good show for re- you know, for the reasons they intended it to be. It's actually got things like characterization and a story.
0: Well, the one thing that, the one thing that uh, bugs me is in the past ten years, there have been three animated reboots of the Scooby-Doo property. I mean, that, I start, sort of stopped after Gets a Clue because I actually thought what's new was somewhat clever. Not great, but somewhat clever. Gets a Clue was utter shit. Yeah.
3: Well, th- this, this new one has nothing to do with Gets a Clue.
0: I know I'm just saying that re- three reboots in a, in ten years, I'm kind of nervous but i know I understand that, but you should re- really just give it a shot. but scooby doo oh. overrated vastly, how so, do you feel about it neil
2: it's It's afternoon filler i I, used, I still like the original shows, but they're mm. but what do you think of people putting them on top lists? Oh, that—that's definitely bullshit. It's—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's the one Hanna-Barbera teen mystery show that that succeeded, and the rest of them are just the other ones like Jabberjaw and and what's uh, the one with the, with the Speed Buggy? Yes, yeah, yeah, Speed, speed, buggy, speed buggy. buggy and Genie. Black and... races?
1: Is that it?
3: No. No. no, that was a different show. It was about okay. A bunch of out. Hanna-Barbera characters in cars with races and
2: yeah, Catch the Pigeon. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> no, that's going to be in my head. <laughs> Stop the Stop the no, <laughs> I don't understand. What yeah, all about. all those shows are forgettable except for Scooby Doo, which caught on for some reason and is yet to let go.
3: You want to know what the reason was? It was Scrappy. When he came out, people fucking loved Scrappy. I'm dead serious. He saved
0: the show. He? Why was he on on the third season then? Because he appealed the kids. No, but that's what I'm saying. If if the show wasn't being saved, how come it went two seasons without him? It went longer well, than that, because, Ben. There well, no,
3: because it's like it's like next it's like Star Trek the Next Generation. That didn't get good until season three either.
2: Ben, I think you're mistaken here because Scooby Doo actually had about three different series before Scrappy even came along.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. I thought
0: I thought it was just Scooby Doo and then the new Scooby movies and then they did Scrappy. No, there Scrappy. was
2: uh there was another one where it was uh uh the Blue Falcon and, and Scooby-Doo in one series, and that lasted for a couple seasons.
0: I thought, Scrap- and then the- I, I thought
2: that was more of a Blue Falcon show, though. I think I think it was like one of their half-and-half half shows where it was like half-hour Scooby, half-hour Blue Falcon, because they did a lot of those.
1: Are you sure you're not getting your eras wrong?
2: <laughs> I'll have to go back and check, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> Scooby-Doo was on the air and swapping networks for quite a while before Scrappy even came along.
0: Hmm. I, I just think that... The-
3: Neil's,
0: Neil is right on this. I was looking, I've been looking it up, but uh, yeah, the thing with Scrappy yeah. is—I uh, was one of those people that actually thought it was funny that Scrappy was the villain in the live-action piece of shit movie. Uh, that was it. that
3: was that was probably the best part.
2: Uh, the only good—I
0: actually knew somebody. This was around when I went, went to college. I knew somebody in my college classes. She hated that fact that Scrappy was the villain. I'm like, really?
2: <laughs> Scrappy was the original Poochie,
0: in every sense of the word. Yeah.
1: I just heard someone's cat. Whose cat?
0: Yeah, that was
2: my cat. She Aww. wanted to be on the show,
0: and that brings Sweet. us to the next item on the list: Flintstones. Another one of those that I think is lauded up there with with people not really understanding why. I mean, and then people who are fans of it try to sound intelligent when they find out. Oh my goodness, it's based off the honeymooners, and then they talk about it as if they're smart by <laughs> that whenever they bring up. Flintstones. Oh, it was
2: based off the Honeymooners. I sound so smart now. I know this. <laughs> that I was never ambiguous to me. That that was never ambiguous to me. That I knew that from the second I discovered the Flintstones. I, I
0: know, TV. but I'm just ta- talking about the behavior of the fans. Oh, okay. You saw it, Neil. You know I'm right.
2: Yeah the 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 sudden historian who's like, well, in case you didn't know, everyone knows.
1: <laughs>
0: And everyone knows about the cigarette ad. Stop bringing it up like it's a big damn revelation.
1: Cigarette ad.
2: Oh,
0: Gee,
3: not man. everyone
0: knows. Not everyone knows.
3: Th-
2: yeah, uh, that that's actually a little more uh, unknown because that that only uh, that was only revealed more recently.
0: Revealed. I I knew people who saw those ads.
2: Well, I mean, among among the newer fans.
0: What what it was was uh, they had the uh, during show ads where the Simpsons character, no, the Flintstones characters, pardon me, the Flintstones characters are <laughs> smoking cigarettes, smoking uh, Winston brand cigarettes, talking about the uh, hand picked tobacco, 25 percent, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Fred sings a little ditty. Winston's tastes good like a cigarette should. Winston
1: tastes good like a cigarette should. That's awesome. I have to look for that.
0: So we are on 22, right, Neil? I believe so, yes, number twenty two is the jetsons
1: now, w- I knew we- that was coming. I knew that was coming
0: I think this is twenty one okay twenty one is the Jetsons you remember, oh, to, take, uh, you remember mm-hmm. to take uh you remember to take uh out right are, are we taking Bono out then? yes, yes. We did i I did that as a joke entry all right yeah that's twenty one yeah, I just put that in there only to get this one guy I know pissed off because he kept on talking about how great it is. <laughs> but anyways...
1: I get so much hate mail.
0: I know. I love it.
1: <laughs>
0: anyways, next on the list is the Jetsons. A lot of the same reasons as the Flintstones, really. I don't think these should be two entries because they're the same fucking
2: show. <laughs> Basically.
1: It's just in space. That's, that's all it is. If
2: yeah. it, one has a like sassy it? robot maid. That's it. Well, actually, the Jetsons uh, kind of deserve it more than the Flintstones, because the Flintstones were around for quite a while, but the Jetsons got canceled pretty quickly. But
3: well, they got uncancelled. I saw the movie. Yeah,
2: but the, the, the newer seasons weren't very good. They were all syndicated. And were
0: they ever very good?
2: They introduced uh, oh, who's uh, the Poochie of the Jetsons. Oh, oh the, no, little the little uh, alien with the, with the
0: spring legs? Yeah.
2: Orbiter. Yeah, that had, that had Frank Welker doing his annoying... Uh, Cooing voice. Yeah,
3: Oddly enough, Frank Welker also voiced Scrappy.
2: Yeah. Neil sounds broken up about that. We love you, Frank, but you do a lot of annoying voices.
3: He's got to eat, too.
2: At least he didn't <laughs> do Alpha 5. <laughs> no, wait. I'm going to put on my nerd hat here. Scrappy was done by Don Messick.
3: Oh. oh!
0: See, I'm yeah. not the only one that's wrong today. I,
3: I I, was wrong. I'm sorry. I thought
0: it was a mistake. Okay. We're only human people. You know, sometimes I make mistakes, and I apologize for that. I really should do a little bit more fact-checking right before the episode, but I like to come in fully passionate, even if I'm sometimes wrong. I, I'll just be corrected, and I'm willing to be corrected about these things. I'm sorry, guys. So number okay. 20 is... Naruto.
1: Oh, that's how you say it.
0: Uh, I don't know what. Uh,
3: yes, Don.
1: I always say. say I say Naruto.
2: Yeah, but... I've heard it both ways.
0: But you got to pronounce each syllable like its own little. Yeah, that's that's how I heard that from a Japanese speaker. Uh, anyways, uh, the the anime series is based off of the popular for some ungodly reason manga series. Believe it. I just don't like the main character. I just uh, think that the guy who wrote the series did, like, the worst job of world-building ever.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Well, I liked the series better when it was called Dragon Ball Z.
1: Ooh.
2: Ooh, yeah. Snap. And uh, the anime particularly
0: gets in here because of this. In in Japan, what happens is a lot of their anime series are based off of a currently running manga. And whenever the uh, anime is getting too close to the manga, they introduce a little something that is the bane uh, Mm of fans' existence.
2: Would that be the side story? The filler arc. The filler.
0: And uh, Naruto is famous because uh, well, lots of series got canceled after a couple of filler arcs. Uh, Rurouni Kenshi got canceled after one filler season. Uh, Naruto got seven filler seasons.
2: Damn.
0: Seven. And it's still going.
1: I want to say that's impressive. Uh, it can't
3: It can't be seven because the whole thing is only nine seasons.
0: <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. I remember it's like seven or like a really large episode count like 200 or 200 it was,
3: episodes. It was like a like hundred.
0: Filler episodes. How many? I thought it's more than 100. I thought it's at least 200 episodes they are filler.
3: I'm...
0: I am looking. Okay.
3: But I know... No, but it it wasn't like a filler arc. It was a filler epic.
0: It was... It was... (laughs) This thing had more filler than most shows do. This had more filler than most sausages. And the thing is this. I talk to anyone who's a Naruto fan, and they always give me the same argument. I just don't like the main characters. Oh, that's okay. I just love the side character that's only in the story for five minutes. That's a great character, but they're only in the story for five minutes. <laughs> no, seriously. I know people that love like all these little bit characters and they have tons of these little bit characters and people love these bit characters, but they're only in the story for like 5% of the whole time. That could be why the fillers are so popular because the fillers focus on these guys. It's The only time they ever get to do anything. <laughs> I, so, Don, who's your favorite Naruto character?
3: I one of the side characters who only shows up for five minutes. <laughs> I'm I'm serious though. Like my my favorite is like the absolute side characterist. Because, is because her, her name is Ten Ten. She doesn't have any powers. <laughs> she doesn't have any fight scenes. She doesn't have any character development or story arc. Or anything, you just got Chun Li hair, and I like Chun Li hair.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say my favorite character is the one with the wacky hair, but you uh, beat me to it.
3: You do realize this is an anime, don't you?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
3: and... that
1: was that's the joke.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> Neil, have you ever subjected yourself to the uh, wonders of
2: Naruto? For maybe like five minutes, and I was like, and I turned on something else. <laughs> yes,
1: that's the that's the proper response.
0: Number nineteen, George Lucas's Clone Wars, which we'll be covering next week. Uh. Basically, this episode, this show, actually is on IGN, IGN's list, and that confuses me because I think it shouldn't be on any list simply because of the dickery re- involved behind the scenes. We are sure they mean the CGI one, right? Not the good one? The CGI one, yes. Where, a month before this show got up, uh, George Lucas did everything in his power to remove all traces of the Gennady Tarkovsky series. It's like, a month before the new Clone Wars was going to be in theaters, I was actually thinking, okay, I'm going to buy the Gennady Tarkovsky series on Amazon. Went on there. This this product has been removed by the
2: manufacturer.
1: Pretty sneaky, sis.
2: He didn't even let the stock run out. He just he just took them all off. Yeah, what a douche, George. Yeah. And, and and here's here's what here's what should burn you, uh, Ben. Howard the Duck is on DVD, and not this. <laughs> it's
3: back
0: on DVD. Rest assured, people. What is the old the good Clone Wars? Are you sure? Because last time I, I checked, just a couple weeks ago. I'm checking right now. Are you sure it's not from a reseller? Yep, I'm sure. It's got the Super
3: Saver di- shipping and everything, and you can't get that from a reseller.
0: Okay, it looks, like the, it looks like Season Volume 1 actually is available. interesting. Okay. But Volume 2 is not. Well, maybe they're going to come out with it later, I don't know. <laughs> but it it was yeah. actually taken off. Yeah, and that was a major dick move. It was taken off for years. It was so. If it's just now available, it really is just now available again. So, that, uh, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars
3: fan. and That means I hate it most of all, and I collect all the books and games and stuff to hate
0: them. And
3: I've never seen an episode of, of the new Clone Wars.
0: I did. And I, I saw the, I saw the buddy comedy episode where Dooku, Anakin, and uh, Obi Wan are chained together and have to work together.
3: Well, congratulations! You've seen more of it than I have. I hope you're satisfied. I hope that makes you feel good. I hope you enjoyed the sensation
0: of putting it inside your eyeballs. <laughs> well, you're the one that told me I have to watch these things.
1: Uh, that almost That's... got dirty for a second.
0: But yeah, it's a, it was the old '80s uh, cartoon trope of the good guy and the bad guy chained together, having to work together.
1: What about like the old, like? Like droids and Ewoks. Never seen, never
0: seen them. Never seen them on top lists. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, like, on, like, but on a worse list. Is it on? Is it on this one or?
0: No, because no one put it on a top list. The the point of this list is people put stuff on oh, top oh, okay. list that doesn't belong there.
1: Oh, Okay, I thought maybe it was like a personal.
0: No. Uh, yeah. Next is C Lab
1: Twenty
0: Twenty One. <gasps> uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? Let me put it this way: William Street are laughing their ass off. People put their series on any list because they know their series don't belong on a list. What the hell does that even mean? They know they're not making art. Who cares? What I do. It have to art to,
3: to be appreciated.
1: Everything is <clears throat> art regardless. Yeah, I mean,
3: it's... That's like, that's like saying, oh, they know they're not trying to win Oscars, you know? Well, Does it the, mean
0: the, point, that the not- point of the series is, is to t- it was recycling as much as they could out of an old, crappy cartoon, to the point of ludic- ludicrousy, and then whenever they couldn't s- swipe out of the show, they just drew really badly in MS Paint. So? The whole point of it...
1: Yeah, but is, it was funny.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, the thing, no, the thing is this. It, it doesn't matter if it's funny or not. It matters that it's highly lauded when it doesn't really, you know, you know, belong in these same accolades. Why not? Because it's barely animation.
3: You know what else was barely animation? Rocky and fucking Bullwinkle. It was animated in Mexico.
0: At least it was animated <laughs> over here versus in Czechoslovakia. Uh, no, actually, there's,
3: there's I still,
1: like I like there's still there's still not
3: over here that makes a different.
0: Well, I meant not overseas. Well, what's
3: the point? A lot, if it, why does that make a difference? I mean, je, I mean, it's, that it's ma- more I mean, about
1: the writing to I'm me. Thinking of, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's all
0: about what's the what's the writing? You have a you have a kid that speaks like a dolphin.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Yes, why
0: not? Exactly. It's funny, but it's not art.
1: Who okay, well, hell... if it was, if it was done with, you know, a better,
0: if Pixar,
3: quality... had, would it yeah, be if art? Yeah,
1: Pixar. What about... no, it okay.
0: wouldn't. It would still. It would still be a bad idea. So you just don't like it. How, how do you feel about Sea Lab Twenty Twenty One? No, look, look, Ben. I gotta say this: if it's funny
3: and it's meant to be funny, it's
0: art. <laughs> Okay, it's successful for being a good comedy. I will agree with you there. I just think that it being on a list of a top one hundred when there are easily a hundred cartoons that are better than that that can go on there is ridiculous.
3: No, i It's honestly one of the funniest shows I think
0: I've ever seen. I really mean that. It, it. The point, like I said, that's the point of the list is where people take things that. Where there are actually, actually at least a hundred cartoons that go before it and put it on there because it's a personal favorite or it's a fan favorite that they know would, you know. Well, but you're b-
3: just you're just saying that this doesn't deserve because it's not a personal favorite; it's a personal unfavorite. I actually like
0: it. I just don't. I just think there's at least a hundred cartoons that are better than it.
3: Okay, so,
0: all right, I was mistaken. I'm sorry, Neil. What were your thoughts on C Lab 2021 and? the offerings of William Street.
2: Uh, well, I don't know now cuz I think they might have gotten you a little bit on this. <laughs> you you
0: ba- you, you back me up on this earlier, Neil. Yeah,
2: but well, if, if it, it is an entertainment show, that's kind of what the point of doing a program is. True, it's but like I
0: said, there are at least at least 100 cartoons that are, you know, way better than this that well, How do you define way better?
2: yeah, that's what I'm kind of getting at here. you
0: can't just say it's way better. you know you, you well the, like I said, number one is when you look at C labs production values is, you know, I always said I could forgive c minus animation for an A plus story, but C lab doesn't even have much of a story. It's pretty much just jokes, just jokes. Yeah. And I admit I Aww. laughed at them. I admit it's funny, but at the same time, it's not really an engaging story, and I, just I just can't forgive. I can't forgive, I can't forgive what's basically limited animation for something that's that that's basically just a lot of jokes. That's the same thing as Rocky
3: and Bullwinkle, though. It was never trying to tell good stories. It was trying to cram as much jokes in as they could, so you wouldn't notice the crappy Mexican animation.
1: Yeah, it, <laughs> it was did. just like you know, making up for what it was lacking.
0: Yeah. Well, personally, to me, I think that the the that, Twenty Twenty One and the other series on their list on the list that's by them is going to stick on that on my list here. So,
3: well, you're welcome to that personal I, opinion. I just don't think your argument is very good.
2: I, I think you've hit upon the the reverse art house choice, Ben, where you're you're taking stuff off of a top list because you don't think it's art.
0: I I admit that. That's probably the wrong thing for me to say, and you know what? I'm I'm wrong. I I still think that it is way highly overrated for for what it is, to the point where what it is be, what it is. I think I think it's sort of like trying to say that uh, let's say that you'd had a, someone do a commercial with like a with like really like a really good commercial that looks like an action movie, but it's only like two minutes, and then all of a sudden it's over. Does that mean that that is an action movie?
1: Well, it's, but, yeah, when, because there's action in it.
3: Yeah, or it, it's like a sh- It could be considered to be a short film.
1: Yeah.
3: They have well, Oscars but that's, for a, that's a commercial. So what? Everything's a commercial. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if you think yeah, about I, it,
3: yeah. Everything is trying to convince you, you know, of someone else's views, whether it's, you know, buy this soda, or, hey, weren't those Nazis assholes? <laughs> Every, I mean, if you look at it that way, everything is a commercial. The fact that it's that the, the pepsi is making it. it doesn't make it any difference that martin scorsese is making it
0: <laughs> i just really think that people pick pick this on the list because of two reasons number one people that would read top animated lists are people that are in the uh just past college age range and people that uh love c 21 21 are in that age range and The reason that it's picked for that list is specifically for that reason to appease these specific people that are readers of these lists.
3: Everyone, if you're in the just-out-of-college range, post a comment or whatever it is you do. I don't go to the website. I don't like it. but I just want to find out how many people in our audience overlap with that
0: group. Okay. Okay, I'm just telling you what I think is Uh, the motive behind putting it on any sort of top list. I just think that there's another motive other than an actual affection for the series to put it on a list or even highly on the list. I think it's a, I think it's trying to get into that indie geek crowd's uh, favor by saying, "Oh, we put c Lab." Really,
1: it's not really indie, though.
0: Well, yeah, it's I, I'm of... not, no c Lab's not indie, but I'm saying it's trying to get to the indie geek crowd that like it. So it's trying to get that's to the close. indie crowd by doing something that's not indie. Non indie people like non indie things. They didn't. They wouldn't be wearing pants.
1: Uh, I I don't know how that works. But I know an
0: indie guy who wears a kilt. Well, your name is McCloud so of course you know people that wear kilts.
1: <laughs> well, he's not Scottish. Is he Irish?
0: Hey, that's a hey, hey. That's different. Don't confuse the two. Oh, all
1: right. Fair Never enough.
0: Con- well, why? It's just it's just art. Irish <laughs> people should be able to wear kilts. It's just art. We're, you know, you don't we're the
1: same that... people, pretty much. Yeah. So, oh, so what's,
0: what's, what's the problem with that, Don? I, I thought that you were all for art. Uh,
3: I'm getting in my car right now. I'm going
0: to drive over, cut all your heads off. Yes, that's Don, everybody. He doesn't have any you know. mental issues or age issues.
3: There could be only one. <laughs> Isn't that right, doctor? doctor? Next
0: on the list is Boondocks. I think wow. Boondocks is overrated simply because it has some... Fairly good action animation, but other than that, it's just the writing's not that entertaining. the uh, The lip sync is like a sock puppet, and the art style is very uh, almost generic.
1: Well, in the comic strip, it was like that. It had a, it had a bit of like a an anime element to it. That's what really made it stand stand out from you know the rest of you know the oldie you know the oldy moldy. I, I know, know, but I'm bunnies. saying that the
0: the the actual animated series like did that time at times a hundred.
1: Okay. And,
0: and yeah. I also think, like I said, it went on for how many seasons, and the lip sync never got better.
1: Oh, I, the lip sync? What you mean, like uh, matching? Yeah, the it voice was with... it was
2: like a sock puppet.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Were they Were they trying? I I, I don't recall. Well, I don't what think. Sync well, they
3: wouldn't try. I mean, they. I mean. If the animation... The animation was pretty good. So I think, though, that, like... Not trying to have
2: good lip sync with that. So you I mean, hear that they're trying to be... They're trying to suck, everybody. Thank you. Well, what I mean is if they were just doing all the... All the voices in post, as opposed to uh, pre-tracking everything. I mean, uh-huh. it's just kind of an, an uncommon, I've, I've seen uh, I've seen
0: animes that had better... that, that Dubs that had better syncs. Well, that's
2: uh-huh. because the... the you got Adv, who was who was always like trying really hard to match the lip sync. You'd get really awkward reads like this. <laughs> <laughs> Adv,
1: mm-hmm. that don't
2: happen. Matt yep. Grenfield,
0: yeah. are we ready for the next on the list? I was just trying to say
3: that they weren't trying to suck and that they sucked accidentally. Okay, still suck.
0: Okay, like I said, I just think that the series was. Trying too hard to be some sort of uh, social commentary that you know, I watch it. And I feel like I'm being preached at, and that's the thing. It's an Adult Swim cartoon. that's trying to preach at me. And number one, I never liked cartoons preaching at me when I was a child. As an adult, I don't. I don't like. Well, I like why did you like...
1: think it was preachy?
0: Honestly, it, it was. I mean, they had an episode. They had an episode about about trying to talk about the the uh, that the. Uh, Athlete that uh, had the underage girl, and they did no,
3: it. It wasn't an athlete; it was R. Kelly. Okay. And they had another. I mean, if you wanted to preach it. They had an episode that was just Martin Luther King coming back from the dead or a coma or something, you know, in modern times. And he, and it ended with him literally preaching about how, you know, about how like current black culture is messed up. I mean he actually he actually said at one point and now I'd like to talk to you about soul Plane.
1: Oh okay. Well, you know I'm I I can't I can't really I can't speak for that because I'm white so I I
0: dislike that point of view personally. I think that <laughs> you should be able to speak about anything you want and not try to censor yourself because of race, color or creed.
3: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm white too. But I I'm I'm not saying that I'm not saying any that Honestly, I don't have an opinion about the cult about the culture. I'm just saying that they the show did and they were being very preachy about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a show that preaches at you. Well, like uh, I said, I have a low tolerance for that If you're as a familiar
1: child, but, if uh, you're familiar with the comic strip, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the comic strip is very similar to that. In fact, um I, you probably know about this, but he, he got into a lot of trouble, like post nine eleven because of uh some of the uh uh, some of the political material in the strip. And, uh, you know, he went on TV and defended it. And, you know, it's, well, so, it's always been part of it. It's not just something that's just like, oh, let's just be edgy. But I'm no, not it's... I'm not
0: saying that it was or wasn't a part of it. I'm just saying that the cartoon had it. I'm not saying that the comic strip didn't. And personally, I was never okay. a fan of the comic strip or the, mm-hmm. the comic strip to begin with. It's, uh, you know, I, I read comic strips like Rose's Rose. So.
1: Well, there you
3: go. I haven't read the comics since Fox stopped doing dailies.
0: That makes me sad. Anyways, the uh, like I said, I just think that Boondocks, you know, as a child I couldn't take cartoons preaching at me. As an adult, I I find it even less tolerable. So
1: I don't know. Why do you think it's preachy though? I don't because uh, I've seen some episodes. I don't really I don't really get the,
0: that. The R Kelly episode was actually had a little kid doing a little sermon in the in the uh, courthouse at the end as well. So it's oh well, I don't know. So, it's kind of, it's
3: it's like at the end of South Park that they always do, I learned something today, but except oh. they, they play it, they try to play it straight.
0: Yeah, see South Park plays it totally off and tries to oh. like, make fun well. of themselves doing it, so. Oh. While it Boondocks does it totally straight and tries to s- give some sort of air of, of intellectual superiority while doing it, so. Moving on, next on the list is Rugrats. People always talk about how this is one of those definitive children's shows, but you know, the production value was never really there. The writing was average for a children's cartoon. It wasn't spectacular, it was average. I mean, there were better children's cartoons before and better children's cartoons after. I think it just had a lot of brand recognition, and that's why it's put on lists.
3: I agree. I, never, I remember never liking it even when I was a child. Yeah. It was just, I mean, like, it was like, I knew that it was like second rate Muppet Babies
0: without the Muppets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of putting it
0: Okay, so we're in agreement with Rugrats
1: Yeah, it was just kind of I used to watch it, but it was another one of those things Where it was just like It's okay
2: Yeah, That came out at the same time as Doug And uh, yeah. Ren and Stimpy And Ren and Stimpy was like Clearly clearly the top tier of the three Doug was okay And yeah. mm-hmm. Rugrats was Klaski-Supo and yeah, I've, so. never, I've never liked Klasky Supo.
0: So, basically, you have a Cadillac, you have a Ford, and you have a Fiat. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, no, like a Pinto. Isn't Pinto more... A
0: Pinto's a Ford.
1: Oh, well, yeah, Pinto. Pinto. Well, what, what about a Yugo?
3: Yeah, a Yugo, that's a better thing. It's like, Fiat made some good cards. They the made from the III's card. Yeah, because I was going
1: to say a Fiat. That doesn't make any sense, but... Yeah, either like maybe a you know, or, or or Geo Or maybe I could get real Soviet on your ass and say Zaporojets. Ooh. Or the car that had uh, you know, had
0: the um and Europe Europe. Stephanie.
1: Oh, well i yeah, that's <laughs> it's, uh, it had uh it had the engine in the back. But it was like a shitty car. It was like a shitty Soviet car and it the engine was in the ass, so
0: Volkswagen did that several times. Huh.
1: Oh, well, good for them. Do they still well, that, do that?
0: Yeah, yeah well, so. not
3: the new one.
0: No. no. Next like, on the list but... is, today I learned something today. It's South Park is next on the list. Oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, I think South Park, I love South Park. It's just sometimes they sort of let it get away from themselves. And I think people like to put it on lists because they say fuck a lot. You know what? if they curse this
1: much because well, it's, ask... it's edgy and you know it came out in the nineties and you know it's edgy and blah blah blah, and did did a lot of stuff that you know a, a lot of off color gross stuff that wasn't done before, and you to... know that, like that's it it it's just it's just skating on you know gross
0: to be fair they there was one episode I loved with South Park, it's one of my favorite south Park episodes is the Critter christmas uh,
3: yeah, you... I, I
1: didn't like that really. That's just—it's just overkill. I'm just like, eh, whatever. I, you know, I just—I'm supposed to be shocked by that. Like,
0: <laughs> I wasn't shocked. I thought it was funny, but at the same time, I, I knew was just, it wasn't. I, did,
1: I was just like, whatever.
0: So, Neil, what's your feelings on South Park? Because I think Neil's a little quiet here.
1: Uh, just contemplating.
2: Yeah, I'm contemplating. Um, yeah, you know what? With—I don't watch South Park a lot, so that's kind of. Uh, that's why i i can't, i can't quite understand people putting it on a list cause i do people do people actually race home and watch that every week Cause no because no, i thought, um, cause that was kind of a that was kind of a nineties thing where people were like oh did you see the latest South Park did yeah. the April Fool's Day Terrence and Philip joke piss you off and i haven't heard that in like ten years <laughs> it's kind of this it's kind of this thing that's still around but it's kind of faded.
0: Speaking of something that's faded. Next on the list, The Simpsons. Yeah. And th- I this agree. is the reason this is the reason why. If Simpsons Simpsons ended around season 7 or season 8, it would actually be on my top list. But it didn't. It went on for much much more than that. For every new episode they put out, they damage they damage themselves more and more.
3: You know, I, I saw it was oh jeez, hang on. I think I Sorry, I thought I had accidentally started a YouTube video playing. Okay, I'm, no, but I actually I saw something like that. I saw something similar to that. It was on a it was on a cracked article. Uh-huh. It was it was showing like um it was like the lifespan of a t of a TV series, and it basically yeah you know, it, it it had like a seven year chart of all the various uh you know cha- of all the changes and all the kind of artistic devices that the show you know that the that The writers used to keep it fresh, you know, when it reaches its stride. And then it said, though, that um, it, it only went for it only went for seven years. And it said that every year that every year after the, every season after seven negates one of the seven good seasons. And any season that's that's gone on for more than fourteen is essentially undead. What that means, of course, that Simpsons cannot be killed, for we cannot kill what has no
0: life. Well, well, what if we get Ted McGinley on there? Great.
1: Oh, or yeah, what that, about like I... a like a, a new baby or like a red-headed stepchild or something?
0: Well, Ted cool. McGinley
1: so, can kill, kill, kill any it? show. It's...
0: Ted McGinley has a legendary capacity of killing shows. He did. Because I mean, was... like
1: once you add a baby to a show, it's like, oh, you're done.
0: Yeah, but Simpson started with a baby. Yeah. It's still a baby.
3: See? It can't be killed.
1: Oh, Gotcha.
0: And it feels like the only episodes that are even remotely funny anymore are the uh, Halloween episodes. But well, that's that's a hit and miss still. So
3: I think that's good because that allows them to get out of their formula. <laughs> but the fact that, they're, that The Simpsons is even in a formula, that just says too much.
0: Because I, I think a lot of people remember the, the Fevor that was around during the 90s when The Simpsons was at its peak. Mm-hmm. It was crazy video games t-shirts yeah, yeah i had the even. i
1: had the underachiever shirt and i had to i had to wear it under my clothes because i think at the time um they were making kids go home if they wore it
0: oh and uh actually really funny is uh, li- this little tidbit uh there were two different fox series that had video games for the series made around the same time one of them stuck to the show's continuity like crazy. The other one threw continuity out the window and had the last level involved you fighting the creator of the series in a boss fight in the creator's mansion. Which series is which?
3: I'm not going to answer because I know. I want them to figure it out. Um,
0: I have no idea.
3: Okay. The two shows, by the way, are Family Guy and Simpsons.
0: Oh. One game threw continuity out the window and did the, their own wacky thing that involved at the end them fighting their own creator in the creator's mansion. The other one stuck to continuity like crazy, and even tried to add to it.
2: I'm gonna say that the one that stuck to continuity was Family Guy. You are correct, Be- sir. Just because uh. just because Seth is so anal and actually cares about continuity, even though the continuity of Family Guy is wonky. Yeah,
0: it, oh, I was gonna it, say
1: the opposite. Yeah,
0: well, that's the thing. Most people think the opposite, but like I said, that's the funniest thing about it is you actually watch. You can actually watch the uh, the cutscenes from the Simpsons video game, and it's the most hilarious Simpsons animation release in the last ten years. Especially the part where they actually beat up Matt Groening and Matt Groening's mansion. I, he, he
3: he 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 summons he summons Zoidberg and Bender. You know, as like minions to fight for (laughs) him.
0: So yeah, it's actually quite amazing because the game, if they were actually going to go with all the anime cutscenes from the game as an episode, I'd actually think that they were doing something again. But Mm -hmm. I digress to the next.
1: So, like, what happens in the game? Like, if if the creator actually beats up the creation, like, what if you die? Like, what happens?
0: Oh, they just let you play again. They actually made a oh, joke it's about not like a... they actually made a joke about that too, where the uh, Konami Simpsons arcade characters were talking to the current Simpsons, saying, "How many points do you have?" The Konami characters ask, and the in the current Simpsons are like, "Well, we don't do points anymore. We we play for achievements." And uh, Konami Homer's like, "Well, that's bullshit. You're supposed." To... Well, he didn't say bullshit, but he says, "You know, how are you supposed to know you're doing good? You're supposed to play for points." And it was. Pretty funny.
3: Hmm. Yeah, we, we, we can't describe it. It, it, it. You have to go and see it. it. Look at, I mean, don't look it up on YouTube. Do not look it up. Go and buy the game like a good citizen. So beautiful. Is it on
1: eBay? Probably. Um. Yeah.
0: Or, you know, you yeah, the go. game starts where where Bart finds the uh, the game manual for the Simpsons video game and realizes he can actually have game like video game like, superpowers in in their reality. Now, let's, let's not spoil it. Well, that's the first two minutes. Gosh, let's
3: not spoil it the first two minutes. I'm sorry. The first two minutes are the most important
0: two minutes. Next on the list is Danny Phantom. Agreed. Moving on.
3: <laughs> Next. I've honestly got nothing to say about it. It's just everything in it looks flat because that's what the show is.
0: Well, I, I just have a problem with Butch Hartman because his writing is just so juvenile. It's you know I just picture that that uh, Butch Hartman was the kid that was picked on the most at school because everything he writes is like a school based revenge fantasy. Uh,
3: hang on, Ben, are we also going to be talking about Fairly Odd Parents at some point? Because we that's should just that, yeah. that, that, that's...
0: okay. So. Let's just let's just merge them together for
3: right
2: yeah, now. Yeah, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's the very next one. It yeah, is. Have, so let's we okay.
0: The... Well, the thing is this: I I told that there's there's an early season one episode of Danny Phantom that just amazed me that people that that Butch and his team wrote Danny and his friends as the heroes, where basically Danny has this uh, this uh, vegan friend uh, named Sam. Who decides? She doesn't like the fact that the lunchroom serves meat. So that she was has, on the grassy. But she has That's the good school good. menu changed to all vegan. Not only is her all her friends pissed off, but everybody in the school is pissed off. And she apparently has the power to change it back, but she won't. And it actually enrages the dead, the dead uh, lunch lady, and her ghost comes and attacks and. Everything could be negated. The ghost lunch lady will go away. Everything will be fine. All the other students will be happy if she just says, okay, I'll just take my own lunch at school in a brown paper bag. But guess what? She refuses.
1: She's being difficult.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, see, in Degrassi, that was different because it was like, I think she was like protesting. She just had like a bullhorn or something. But yeah, that was, it, so, it, it sounds like, it sounds like Degrassi.
3: And The Simpsons did a similar thing where Lisa ruined Homer's barbecue. I'm but the thing sure. is this,
0: they actually painted Lisa as an intolerant bitch. Yeah, and at the end,
3: they yeah. are the like, bitch. Yeah. I mean, it just elevates anything.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Danny Phantom, I don't understand why people love it so much. There's also another part of Danny Phantom that I absolutely hate, is they had this TV movie called The Ultimate Enemy. And people were all excited about it because... Basically it's supposed to be this future version of Danny that's evil. Uh-huh. Danny has to fight. But the thing is, it's not really future version of Danny. It's not. And P- and they even show it explicitly on the show, it's not, but the fans still insist it is. Because what it is 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 Danny's ghost side fused with his arch nemesis Vlad's ghost side as a fused single character. Well, did it happen in the future? Yes, but it's not really Danny. It's Vlanny. It's a combination fusion character. It's it's kind of future him. I mean,
3: <laughs> I, just, I, I see your I see your point, though. I'm just trying to be a dick.
0: Okay, I'm. But you but <laughs> okay. you, you, you you saw the fans react the same way, blind to the fact that they explicitly show it's not. And people just ate it up, because that's the thing. You know, the strongest message you can be given as a young hero is, you know, a future version of you that's evil saying, I am you. Versus, well, I am kind of like you. If these very specific events happen these very specific ways.
3: Mm Hmm. Well, unless it's like the Bill and Ted time travel where nothing can really be changed.
1: (laughs) Are you going by the movie or the cartoon?
3: Was it different in the cartoon?
1: I don't know. I sort of, it's been a while. They
0: were able to go in the storybooks and the cartoons, so let's not mention that again.
1: That's
2: the Deke <laughs> season, not the not the good season.
1: <laughs> it's on Netflix instantly. And uh, yeah. Fair,
0: Fairly Odd Parents had a lot of similar problems, where you know,
2: oh turner yeah. Turner's so picked on. Well, let me let me say something about both these shows. Uh, I I I checked out of Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom because of the epic story arcs and the, the stupid movies that they kept putting on. I liked the simpler concepts that they did, where it was Timmy wishing he could be the dog so that the babysitter would pamper him, and there were jokes about him getting his balls cut off, which they kind of danced around, but you know, they were inserting stuff for the, uh, for the parents to laugh at. But once it started getting into the, oh my god, we're going to do big Dragon Ball Z-style stories, I was like you know what, this is just too ridiculous. I'm out. Well,
0: the thing for me is this. Uh, they used to do crossovers with Jimmy Neutron, and Jimmy Neutron's actually a good kid's show. And, yeah. And the thing is, the Jimmy halves always carry the damn cartoon.
2: <laughs> that they did.
0: It's like the car- car- the creator Jimmy uh, Neutron's like, oh, hey, Butch, you want to do any of this lifting? And then the Butch's like, no, no, fine, you got
2: it, you got it. Well, we mentioned the flat animation. They actually made fun of that in one of those crossovers. Jimmy lands in the uh, Fairly Odd Parents world, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm flat!" and he turns into a, like a piece of paper or something. Next on the list, Teen
0: Titans, or as Neil calls it, the Ultimate Weeaboo series.
2: <laughs> did I say that? Yes, you did. <laughs> well, it tries so hard to be anime, and it's uh, it's not. It's, it's just not. They they even did a movie where they went to Japan just so they could insert Japanese references, just so they could fight a Godzilla-like character, just so they could have cat girls, just so they could do karaoke, just so they could do about 10 minutes of Akira in the movie. I hate you, Teen Titans.
0: <laughs> Don, that was Neil saying that. Yes, I know.
3: I'm, I'm pretty sure you're, you're both the same person anyway. <laughs>
0: What well, Neil is just a, just a, a manifestation of all by uh, raw power.
3: No, I think he's a hand puppet. No offense, Neil. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I I actually agree with Neil about the movie. I thought the movie was crap. It, it was like whatever you feel about Teen Titans. Whether you think it was good or whether you think it was awful, the movie was a level below that.
0: I mean, it was it was, a, it was the next level of hell below.
3: Yeah, exactly. But I actually like the series, and I, I mean, maybe I am a weeaboo. I don't know. Maybe. I do do like you of- do you go and buy pocky? I have a pocky <laughs> shirt that I bought from a magical shop that was not there the next day I went to it. It grants wishes.
1: Uh oh! Did you eat it?
3: Yes, I did.
1: And and you're fine.
3: Um, yeah. in the
0: indigestion. Yeah. He farts. He farts magic. Yes.
1: Oh. Any, His eyes
0: are anyways,
2: really big and sparkly now.
0: Anyways, uh, Teen Titans, Ew. it's
1: uh I think it, come out.
0: I, I agree though that it was fluff. I have to agree that it it is and it
3: isn't as good as the DCA as the rest of the DCAU.
0: Well, as the DCAU as because yeah. as we I mean, discussed it is, in the yes.
3: latest. It's not as good
0: as the as the as the, as the Bruce Timverse.
3: Yes. And uh, but I think though it is Really, really entertaining fluff.
0: I and was I, never I, really entertained by it because the biggest problem I had is Robin is a douchebag asshole. Oh
3: god! god. Bug! <laughs> this bug flying around. It's always coming right in my ear. <sighs> I'm sorry.
0: Was that was that really a bug?
3: Yes, it was.
0: Okay, okay. Robin is a douchebag asshole. <laughs> so
3: I guess. I can't really defend it, honestly. Because I know how many
0: problems it has. And I agree with you, honestly. And the, it's not just that Robin's a douchebag asshole. It's that. It's, it's, everything. it's, 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 it's a, He's a dish, douchebag asshole, and the writers love him. Yeah. Well, it's not just that. I mean, the bad guy has no clear motive or plans. He's there's the no, shredder. They, they, no, they turned Deathstroke the Terminator a badass bounty hunter with a shotgun and a sword into the shredder, the well, 80s television,
3: those
2: turtles, um, Yeah, Tonight yeah. I died on Titan soup. <laughs> I
3: mean, and there was, there was no plot development. They had, they tried to do a plot with Tara, but you know she was just on it for like Two episodes. one episode. She was on it for one episode where she appeared and left, one episode where she came back and was like, hi guys, I'm not evil. Ha 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 ha!
0: <laughs> in the next episode, <laughs> she betrays them.
3: Well, actually, there was one episode in between where she appeared for one shot as a complete in the background as a still picture with no lines, and had nothing to do with the story at all. And then in the next episodes, she betrayed them, and that that was like the worst story. Trader, tr- the worst seen. and
0: safest traitor sub arc ever.
3: And there were all kinds of crap things like brother blood and his weird cyborg force powers and i don't know red x i don't even know what the hell that was supposed to be and they had oh god they had wasn't uh, that just robin yeah Uh,
0: the, the red x thing is famous for me because this is the point where robin as a douchebag asshole was really come to the forefront because people like to defend robin saying oh he's not really that bad oh he was raised by Batman. what do you expect uh well, in the in the comic books and I know this is bad in the in the actual DC comic books there was a Justice League of America story arc called Tower of Babel which is one where Batman was actually kicked off the Justice League for a short time because what he did was he came up with contingency plans on how to defeat every single Justice League member if he ever had to and a villain named Ross Al Ghul not played by Liam Neeson Aww. stole these plans from Batman's computer and implemented them and the team found out that Batman even thought about it, so they kicked him off the team. What you need to think about is this. Batman just thought of the plans. Batman is sort of paranoid to begin with. And, you know, it's just it's just sort of not that weird for Batman to do that. And he never really intended to use them unless something really bad happened and he had to.
2: Yeah, I just thought of it as Batman being thorough. You yeah. Know, that's...
0: So, so, but in... Teen Titans. Because because Robin...
2: Superman did turn bad a couple times.
0: Yeah, so in Teen Titans, what what did what did Robin do? He he created a suit specifically designed to defeat his team members, so he can appear as Red X and become Slade's right hand man to get close to him. So so let's let's review again. Batman came up with plans, never intended to use him. Robin came up with plans, designed a suit just to do him, and did him.
3: Yeah, you know, he somehow managed to build like. Uh, a, a fucking Green Lantern ring that shot magical red X's that could do whatever he felt like, and then when he stopped using the suit, the suit—I don't know—it uh, it the blue fairy made the suit a real boy, and it came back and became
0: a recurring bad guy. Well, actually, some guy stole the suit, and it was powered by like you know, some we, sort we of some yeah, sort of nuclear look, power plant thing that would blow up.
3: Yeah, but that never appeared again either.
0: Yeah. But like I said, again, review. Batman, create plans, never intended to use them. Robin, create plans, invent the suit just to use them. I, I'm saying, though, I agree with everything you say. I know we've
3: had a lot of disagreements about Teen Titans in the, sh- in the past, but I, re- I really do think you're right about it. But I love the show. I just I, Well,
0: I don't think it belongs on any sort of top list. I will agree with you. I'll agree with you there. And I, like I, I said... He, you can tell that the writers favor Robin because in the very first episode, in the very first scene, Starfire hits a bad guy. Starfire is supposed to be a super strong alien that can lift multiples of tons. Nothing happens. Cyborg, who's who has a cybernetic body, shoots the bad guy. Nothing happens. Robin kicks in the bad guy in the head once. Bad guy goes down. Hmm. I can't
3: defend that. I
0: could defend it with sarcasm, but I'm, I'm not going to waste my
3: sarcasm on that.
1: But who who created Robin? Was it the same, was it Bob Kane or was it uh, a later?
0: Bob Kane created the original Robin, but the original Robin could not do that.
1: No, yeah, because I was going to say, like, are they friends of his or something? Like, did he like pay him off? Be like, yeah. Oh, Bob Kane's been he dead for Put fears. in a good word. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough.
0: No, what what, what it is is they. The, there's two different ways to ride a badass normal in a superhero team. There's the right way, and then there's the wrong way.
1: Yeah. The
0: right, right way. The right way is sort of like how Batman was in, in Justice League, where Batman. No, 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 no. <laughs> he judo tossed calabac. That was that was. See, he didn't hurt Calabac. He didn't also hurt him. jumped. He also jump kicked Darkseid, fucking God of Evil. After <laughs> he didn't hurt him, he didn't hurt him. He just no, no, him no. Down. Look, look.
2: Didn't drop to come into you know, a mountain.
0: Yeah, if you look. I could
3: I could jump kick my house and it wouldn't hurt the house.
0: It doesn't. But, it has nothing to do with invulnerability. It has everything to do with balance.
3: Look, that's not the point. Okay, look, I, look. I don't care if <laughs> I look if you if you if you're dark side. If you can if you can go toe to toe with Superman. If you cannot be out. If you cannot be off balanced by Superman hitting you with the force that can that can that that can polarize a truck, you are not going to be outbalanced by a 200-pound guy, you know, hitting you at five miles an hour. There's just it's, there's just not enough force.
0: He wasn't paying attention to Batman. He was focused Look, on I don't Superman. fucking care. There's no, <laughs> ba- Look, there's no way that Batman could outbalance Darkseid by I'm
3: just, just him. saying he didn't, number one. And he, he also outrun the Omega Beings.
0: He, he threw he, he threw a Parademon at the Omega beams, dude.
3: The Omega beams could go around the Parademon. they have the ability to do that. I mean, I mean, Darkside was able to use them to shoot Superman, who was holding, who was behind him. He made them go out of his eyes, curve around back backwards, and hit Superman in the back. If they can do that, they can go around a fucking Parademon. I have so many problems with that episode. <laughs> I'm
0: complaining about uh, that the I, I, okay, I'm just saying that. Other than that one they anomaly, that was and one and anomaly. Both versus,
3: hands and What anomaly versus a whole
0: time. series? In Teen Titans, it's a whole series of Robin doing shit like that. In In Justice League, it's only one episode you're complaining about. So, I, I, think agree. I agree, but Justice League was better. So I'm, I'm, I'm just rest- saying that it's a disproportionate amount where I I oh. use Justice League as an example of a badass normal, while being done right, except for one episode you have a problem with. I'm,
3: the, I'm 16, just saying that, that Justice
0: League example. is a is a much better show, so I'm giving it less slack because it fair. can that is good. absolutely fair, Don. That's absolutely fair, and I agree with you that it, a better show should be given less slack. But at the same time, I'm just saying that as an immediate example of a badass normal. That's yeah. the one that comes to mind, being done right versus, oh, I here's any little kid that can kick a stone golem in the head and knock it down when the super strong alien chick can't.
3: Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I just, I hate
2: that episode so much.
1: We all sing Kumbaya now.
2: To be continued on the next Animation Aficionados.